1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 204 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Hello,
0: Mr. Newman. Hello, Mr. Andy White, and hello to everybody listening. Um, I was going to say at home, but I imagine most people listen when they're traveling about, so um, wherever you are on the train or whatnot
1: and today we're talking about sorry about the banging I just can't get the stuff these days
0: Um, we're talking about graph search are we not Mister? yes yeah yeah that's the the new search engine um, from Facebook Um, it's not really a search engine in the way that perhaps people think about Google um, but potentially it's going to be you know really significant in terms of how people discover content online now i think a lot of people have been a bit cynical about um the launch of um graph search and have perhaps gone oh it's just an internal search engine for facebook um how's that going to take on google but i think that actually they're perhaps missing the point a little um there and i actually you know you know um you know head on the line and all that type of thing i think that um graph search you know, has the potential or is the most realistic competitor um, to Google search dominance that's out there. And I don't think it's going to necessarily topple or take over Google by, you know, nobody's going to do that by doing a search engine exactly the same as Google. Because if, you know, if it functions in largely the same way, it's got to be significantly, you know, loads better to get people to switch because people are so heavily invested in in Google as a search engine, that, you know, the the verb search, you know, to to Google is so much part of it. And I think the way that, you know, there's going to be a change in that is by taking search in quite a different direction. Um, And on graph search, um, which is Facebook's new search engine, the graph element is a big part of that, right? So the graph bit kind of refers to the social graph, and the logic kind of is that potentially um, a, a level of personalization in search is really, really important and helps deliver much better results than... Maybe you would get, you know, with with Google who look at the web as a whole. So, the kind of idea is you can go in um, to graph search and make searches like um, friends who like pizza, right? So, or friends Hmm. who like, I don't know, the red hot chili peppers, if you wanted to go and see you could go to your band there. And I think that's kind of going to be really, really useful um, for users there because, you know, it just gives them like a, a, you know, it's like an advanced filter more than anything for um, their Facebook contacts. And you can do multiple layers. So, you could go, friends who like the Red Hot Chili Peppers who live in New York, if you were going to, if there was a gig in New York. So you can do that level of searching there that's going to be quite interesting. And that's something that you can't do anywhere else. So that's already a strong sort of place that they're going to have. But I think it's going to start to have impacts for business as well. So you can go, you know, dentists, who my friends like? Or, um, you, know, um, you know, hotels in Barcelona that have been checked into by my friends. So I can see, okay, well, you know, I'm going to a conference in New York um i know that you know a bunch of my friends went last year i know that they probably checked into the hotels that they did last time because that's what people tend to do when they're in in a hotel i can quickly go you know um hotels in new york that have been checked in by my friends and see four or five recommendations of hotels and that's you know potentially a lot more valuable to me than even TripAdvisor is right because the people who are using TripAdvisor might not have much in common with me whereas I know that my friends on Facebook do have something in common with me. Now, they might not all be exactly the same, but if you can then see who checked in. So it's like, oh, actually, that's my other friend there who also has a young family and is on a holiday. So therefore, that's probably a young, you know, young family-friendly hotel. But here's my other friend who's, a, you know, a single bloke in his early 20s. That's going to be a very different kind of hotel. And you've got that level of sophistication there as well. So, I mean, I think it's got, yeah, all kinds of potential ramifications. Okay, so this is kind of like a, a sort of friend network um, sort of oriented search. Is it just like a plain text search? Is it just searching the text of the various updates and things? Um, no, so the, the things that are important to note at this stage is it isn't based upon um, like status updates. So it doesn't search the words um, within that. It's far more kind of about entities. So like an action, right? So you've... Um, liked a page or you've checked into a page or you know have a social connection to rather than okay find me status updates um where andy has talked about his running it wouldn't be able to do Mm. that but what i could do is find out you know who of my friends has liked um a page about marathons or who of my friends you know what who of my friends who like running, what apps do they like, if you know what I mean, so I can find a running app or, you know, uh, which of my friends use RunKeeper Pro or that type of, you know, type of search would would be possible um, within Facebook. So I think it's going to have huge impact on sectors like dating, um, particularly on local as well. Um, you know, why would I search on Google um, or Yelp um, for a bar or a hotel or, a um, you know, pub? when i can search within facebook and see which of my friends now admittedly not everybody maintains this social information you know impeccably um there are you know not everybody uses you know i don't like all of the businesses that i interact with but they've already facebook got so much more data there than anyone else has um far more than google far more than all of the other search engines so local is going to be really dramatically disrupted and i think linkedin probably are going to be as well so you can say, you know, who of my friends are friends work at Google who have the job title engineer, you know, and you can get that level of information there about those people. So, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to topple LinkedIn, but I think there's all these different sectors where you could see um, graph search potentially doing very, very well. Um, and what's interesting is this, what, what I don't know yet is so like it's still in beta um, and kind of we understand from the demonstrations and the people that have access to it. Um, that aspect of it. But what what's interesting to me is how does it decide which ranks? So if I if I search for that hotels my friends have checked into, how does it decide which hotel is number one and which is number twenty? Um and I think it'll probably, probably work similarly to EdgeRank, right? Um which is the algorithm which decides what appears in your newsfeed. And we've done podcast episodes on that in the past. We have um but I think that's going to be, you know, so affinity is one of those aspects. I think that's going to be really part of it so who is the person who is connected so if it's you know which hotels are my friends checked into is it going to feature the hotels of people you're closer friends with higher than people who you're not so close friends with that would seem to make sense or okay, what so about this is, uh, yeah. this
1: is only available to a small bunch of beta testers right now is that yes what yeah
0: about? it is rolling out as we speak um, yeah. so um, you can sign up to be part of that beta um, and they're only really giving access to that in the states at the moment um, but you know it is a rollout that's going to come and yeah it'll probably take six months to roll out in its entirety um, but I think it could be really really useful and if it's really really useful people will use it
1: it Certainly could be useful from a marketing perspective.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's interesting there is that at the moment it's not really. I think it's like this. It's a beta product, but it's also stage one. Um, mm. But what gets really interesting is you can then start like it's not got. A, it's not like not got mobile functionality. But then just imagine. So we've got this kind of like um, you know pubs my friends have checked into that are near me now. Do you know what I mean? Or home, yeah. you know, or um, you know, restaurants um, that friends of friends like. Near me, you know, and near where you are at that moment in time. I think that's yeah. Particularly- so the, the whole
1: mobile side of it.
0: Yeah, I think. It, I, I mean, it's it's early days, but I think a lot of people went, "Oh, that's brilliant, Facebook. That's never going to take on Google." Whereas I'm a lot more confident that it could have a a place to play in the future, and I think we're going to be talking more and more about how businesses can. Um, optimise their presence to appear within that search. Unfortunately, it's essentially a search within Facebook. So it's not about your website. It's about your presence um, within Facebook. So it's about your page. It's about your um, local profile if you're set up as a location. So I'm guessing we could also see um, some apps
1: making use of this, presuming they're going to have an API. I mean, there's a Facebook Facebook app anyway, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: But it'd be interesting to see how that integrates with the mobile (sighs) Yeah, I mean I think there's gonna yeah, it's it's incredibly early days, but I think it is like yeah, potentially so powerful because, you know, in the same way that um a you know the way that you search for apps is kind of dictated by um, you know, iTunes and Google Plays app stores, you know, you kind of there is a genuine business of it you know, of app store optimization. I think you're mm-hmm. gonna get search breaking down into these little disciplines, sub disciplines, um, where it's all about kind of okay, how do I help Hotels or leisure destinations, or you know those types of businesses perform well on Facebook um, because you know that's whether if that's where the searches are happening. Um, there's got to be an opportunity to perform better than your competitors. Good stuff. Okay, Mister Newman, is that all we're talking about today? Yeah, yeah. I just want to keep it kind of quick and kind of introduce people to it. So you've probably heard about graph search. Um, if you haven't, hopefully that's kind of given you an overview of it. Um, but I, f- I think it's really, really important. I think it's going to rely upon Edgerank. So do go back and listen to some of our previous episodes about Edgerank. And if people are interested, um, I have put up a blog post on eConsultancy um, talking about some of my early thoughts about what Facebook graph search means, although we kind of touched upon quite a few of those already um, in this conversation.
1: Fantastic. So, please remember the website is sitevisibility.co.uk forward slash impodcast if you want to grab this podcast from the web. Or there's all always iTunes and please leave us a review. And the special email addresses for questions and feedback are Kelvin Newman at sitevisibility.co.uk. Nearly said that wrongly, but never mind. <laughs> oh, the telephone number is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero and we'll play your mp3 as long as it's not
0: rude on the show so it's goodbye for me andy and goodbye for me i was just going to say one more thing andy as well we are up on audio boot if you're the kind of person who listens to podcasts on audio boot as well and i and we're on stitcher as well if you're kind of a stitcher user as well so lots of ways to listen to me and andy uh, but it's the same mp3 file ultimately at the end of it all we are gradually taking over the world (laughs) one step at a time one step at a time andy (laughs) see you later folks bye